Hello. <laughs> we, a big group of us, are back from Costa Rica. It was amazing. It was amazing. Loved it. I love, we, we loved our missionaries there. We've met them and been with them. And now I love what they do. Like getting to be a part of what they do. Absolutely love it. Um, today I'm going to be preaching on Psalm 136. So that's going to be our scripture for today. And we'll start with, with reading there. All right, she's got it. Thank you. I'm going to look it up in my Bible. So Psalm 136. Okay, it's long. It's a very long psalm. And so I encourage you, and it's repetitive. So I encourage you to stay with it and listen. And don't go like this, off to La La Land, wherever it goes. So I encourage you, stay with it here. All right, Psalm 136. And maybe I'll even read it in half and half, because it's long. Psalm 136. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who alone does great wonders, for his steadfast love endures forever? Who by understanding made the heavens, for his steadfast love endures forever? Who spread out the earth on the waters, for his steadfast love endures forever? Who made the great lights, for his steadfast love endures forever? The sun to rule over the day, for his steadfast love endures forever. The moon and the stars to rule over the night, for his steadfast love endures forever. I'll pause here and then we'll go to the second half. So the psalmist here is talking about God's love forever by looking at creation, by looking at what God made, by seeing how God made creation. And then we'll move into the second half and he's remembering how God loves us by looking at stories, by looking at what God has done before. And I realize that's a lot of what I do. That's a lot of how I remember that God loves me, by looking around me. When we were in Costa Rica, um, our song that we kept singing over and over again, and we kept, like, we heard it at the church service. We heard it the first night. Someone else sang it for us, and then we found the music for it was, uh, now I'm going to blank. Um, it's, his goodness is coming after me. His goodness. That's kind of like this psalm. Through creation, God's goodness is coming after us. And when we were there, we sensed God's goodness simply because it was so, so beautiful. So, I was thinking, these are some places where I see God's goodness, where it stops and it takes my breath away in creation. I want you to think, when is a time you're just living life? It could be something small. It could be really big. When you just saw creation in such a way that you knew God's goodness was real and alive. I'll name some of mine, and then you think, and I want you to name yours. It can be small. Like, I, I immediately think of Hawaii. When you're standing on the beach, you're like, wow, you are so good. You are so amazing. Another place for me is the Oregon coast. I go to the coast, and I stand there and look at the ocean, and I am so aware of God, so, so aware of God. Uh, sunsets, 
Like they just stop me, especially here in the winter when it's really cold. The colors at night are amazing. So Kathleen and I have this thing we do when the, when the sun sets amazing. I'm like, I t- I'm like, quick, go look outside. Look to this way. It's amazing. And she'll text me, did you look outside? It's super fun. And she'll be like, tonight, tonight's the night. Look outside. And when I see it, I'm just like, wow, God, thank you. Uh, for me, also sitting in my backyard watching the hummingbirds, just sitting and watching the hummingbirds, I'm like, you are so amazing. These are so beautiful that you created these for us. Your love is so evident to me in nature. So where, where are some of yours? Yeah, say, tell me, tell me. Participate, please. On top of a mountain? Is there a particular mountain in your mind's eye? Oh, yeah. The Wallawas are, the Wallawas are so amazing. Eagle Count? Which one? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Untouched. Yeah. Isn't it like the biggest untouched area in the U.S.? Yeah, right here by Idaho. We're so lucky. Montana and, yeah, the edge of, mm-hmm. you say? The strand. What's that? The strand. Sure, the stars. Anybody else? 
Bitte. Did you guys hear that? Yeah? Oh, good. Yeah. His love endures forever. Can you put that picture up there? So when I was uh, in Costa Rica last week, they did one of those mission things that they do that you hear about where they said, we, we, we said we'd love to go to your church be super fun. I, I love to go to church in other cultures. I love to see, I just, you just sense the spirit of God. Like you're like, God's spirit is here and I don't even understand anything you're saying. I just love it. So can we go to, can we go to church on Wednesday night? And they're like, yes. And they're like, do you want to speak? And I was like, no, I want to hear what you have to say. I want to see church how you do church. And so Wednesday afternoon, Cynthia goes, did I tell you you're speaking tonight? <laughs> And I was like, no, I'm not. Remember, I'm listening. I'm coming to be a learner. And she's like, no, you're speaking. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So I removed myself from everybody, and I went, and I sat by myself. And I just listened, and I said, God, what, what, what do you have? You know, is it a sermon I've already given? You know, something that's been, something you've been teaching me, something you've been showing me, like, what have you been showing me, teaching me? I could share that. And I just had, you guys ever have that when you try to be silent? And I was sitting there with my Bible and looking at this. I'm like, oh, this, this would be a good sermon. No, I'm just kidding. But, and they're like, oh, I could do this one. I like this one. Um, and then I was like, oh, I don't know. So I went for a walk. So I just got up and I just started walking. I was walking and walking and walking for quite a while, and it just kept, <laughs> and I like to plan, as I told Jan. Jan, I'm a planner. This isn't how I do things, and I like to plan. So I was walking, and I came to this spot, and oh, I wish you could experience it how I did, and I just stopped, and I just sensed God's presence with me, and I stopped moving, and I looked up, and it took my breath away. It's so beautiful. And like, I don't know how God sometimes does this, but have you ever had like, boom, in a moment, like a whole, like, all these like thoughts. I couldn't see around the corner. Like this spot here, you can't, you can't see what's coming up. All you can kind of see, and what caught my eye was out in the future. And then I I turned around and I looked behind me and it was a really interesting spot because it curved again and I couldn't see what was behind me. And God was saying to me, that's, that's like your life. Up ahead, it is so beautiful. It is so glorious and you can trust me. You can trust me that it will be good because I have been with you the whole way. My love endures forever. You can trust me even though you can't see what's going to happen this year. You can't see around the bend. All Heidi you can see is right here, right here in this moment. You have no idea what's to come. And even though you know what was behind you, you can't even see it. All you can see is this moment. And I thought back in that time about last year and how God's goodness came to me. And this last year in our family, it was so good, and God was so with us, and we dealt with gut issues 
I dealt with physical pain that I couldn't like work for sometimes. I, we had mental health within my family. We struggled with depression and anxiety and we had it in our house. It was a really hard year in places. And yet God said, I was with you and it was good and I'm still here. And I don't know what this year will bring, but it will be beautiful because I am with you. And what you can't see right here in this picture is off down to the right is a river. And this river goes as far up the mountain, it just keeps going all the way up the mountain, and it goes all the way down the mountain. And it follows this road the entire time. And I've been reading, starting to read this book that's called Peace is a Practice. It's by Morgan Harper. She is a poet. I highly recommend her. She surprisingly young to me for how wise she is. Might not sound young to you in your 20s, but she's in her 30s. And I read it and I think, you sound so wise. What's also very interesting about her is she's, I learned late, she's autistic. And I think because of her autism, she sees the world differently. And I love the way, it's very unique. It's different than I see things in a lot of people. And also one other thing I enjoy is um, she's a woman of color and she's quite, she brings that into her poetry and she tells you how she's experienced that and what it's been like for her in a way that I think is um, accessible. So Morgan, so she writes pieces of practice and she talks about ever since she was a little girl, she sees the river as peace. Like when she sees a river, it's just represented the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's presence is peace. And so while we were staying here, the river was beside us the whole time we stayed, just down the road from here. And every time I would listen to the, to the river there, I'd draw my ear to it. I'd remind myself that the Holy Spirit was right there with us. And I found it interesting, even though the river, have you ever noticed there's like maybe where you live, there's a river or there's a body of water or there's a lake, but you don't always see it and you don't always pay attention. Like sometimes it's just like you forget it's there. And so I was trying to remember to draw my attention to the river to remind myself that the Spirit of God was there with me and with us. So as I was standing there and the river, I heard the river running beside me, I was reminded, and I, or God said to me, I'm not sure how it works, God said to me, but I have always been with you. Always as far back as you go down the road, and I will always be with you as you go up the road. Sometimes you didn't know it. Sometimes you completely forgot about me. And sometimes you will forget about me in the future, <laughs> and you will lose sight. But I will be with you. My love endures forever. My love goes before I was ever born, before you were all ever born, and after we were all ever born. It goes forever. When I was looking at this passage, the Psalms 136, I remembered that saying that love endures forever. I remember it being preached in my 20s as a pastor preached as a loving kindness. God's loving kindness. And so I went back. It's the amplified version. So he must have used that in his sermon. But I love the phrase that God's loving kindness goes with me has been with me, will be with me, created creation just out of his kindness for us forever. The second half of this psalm is really interesting 
because it completely matches the analogy. So the first part is God's loving kindness and creation, which you guys could all point to. And the second part, the psalmist writes, I'll, I'll read part of it to you, who struck Egypt through their firstborn, for his love endures forever. That's verse 10. 11, and brought Israel out from among them, for his steadfast love endures forever. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm, for his love endures forever. Who divided the Red Sea in two, for his steadfast love endures forever. And made Israel pass through the midst of it, for his steadfast love endures forever. And it goes on. The psalmist is telling himself the story of how God came through for him. And sometimes you have to remind yourselves how God came through for you, how he saved you, how he protected you. The, the part that goes, his love endures forever, his love endures forever. Have you ever thought like sometimes when you sing a worship song, you're like, this one is repeating itself over and over and over and over again. Have you ever thought that? I've heard people say, yes. You're like, yes, that worship song is just, and I have thought that. But then you read the Psalms, and it's kind of like repeating itself. I think that it's because sometimes you have to say something and do something over and over again till you believe it, <laughs> till you remember it, to remind yourself. So it's not just an idea here, but it's something in here. I, I practice yoga, and in yoga, you do a lot of the same moves over and over and over again till they start to become part of who you are. So it starts to teach you something. And I think it's like that here. The psalmist is trying to tell himself. I wonder if he was not believing it in that time. I wonder if he'd forgotten. I wonder if he's like, I'm not feeling it right now. His love endures forever. Like he's just writing it until I can start to believe it and remember, I will just keep repeating it. It reminds me of little kids. Do you guys ever have a book that when you were little, you just read it over and over again? Or your mom and dad read it to you every night before you went to bed? Or I, I can't think of how many times I've read Anna Green Gables. Anybody else have a story that you've come to? You read over and over and over again. And I think that we're made to need to do things over and over again. I think God made us um, as people that need to remember things, and we forget. What I was reminded when I had the chance to speak in Costa Rica is how people are just people. We're very different, and but very similar, mostly similar, and that they needed reminded, just like we do, that God loves us, will be with us forever this year, I think um, the invitation that I want to leave today with us and as we think about this psalm and God's love going with us this year is um, this the picture. If you could put that back up. Thanks, Sarah. Um, I don't know what this year holds for you. I don't know what it holds for me. I know that it is good, even if the good doesn't always look how I want it to look. I don't know what the year might bring. I don't know what's around the corner for you. I don't know what's around the corner for me. But I do know that the river, the Holy Spirit, the peace is running right there 
along you, beside you, and beside me will go on long after we exist <laughs> in the future and has always been. Love always is. Um, you are loved. God's love goes with you. His loving kindness is with you. will never leave you, ever, ever. And I hope that we can remember that the Holy Spirit is right there, right there. I would like to end in prayer. I'd like to give you a moment, though, just to think with the picture of God's loving kindness being right there, so close. Maybe, maybe in your own heart, a prayer. Like, God, I don't know what this year will bring. I don't know what's around the bend. I don't know if it's going to be one of those easy years or a hard year, but I know that you're with me. I know you're with me. You're so close. You're so close. So I'll give you a moment. We like to sometimes end, don't fall asleep on me, with a moment of quiet, and you just pray in your own heart to God, something that spoke to you, something that you want to hold on to, something you want to remember. So I'll be quiet, and then I'll close with a, a prayer over you. God, thank you that your love went, goes on forever before we, any of us existed in this room till long after we're gone. May we be aware of you this year. Thank you for the reminder of the places where each of us have experienced you in creation, whether it's human creation or creation. <laughs> Be with us this week as we live in the cold. May I have the eyes to see the beauty of it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. One thing on the community meals, you're all invited and I wanted to say they seem to have been a really good opportunity for people who have felt comfortable who come who don't go to church. So um, it's been a space where just so you kind of have an idea of what it looks like. So we, it's really like an hour. We come together. We eat food for the first half. You just sit at a table with like six people and you chat like a meal, like family. And then we um, have like a 20-minute devotional time where um, we read a devotional together like a we're doing Kate Bowler again. So if you liked it, she did another one. I love Kate Bowler. You can check it out, Kate Bowler. 
And then we do questions together, like two or three questions at your group table. It's a really good time to be in community in the middle of the week to sit and eat with people. There's something beautiful about eating with people. So just so you can save those dates in your in your head. Let's end with, uh, we like to stand and sing. We're gonna oh, the meal train for Sarah. Thanks, Julie. I, I think there's a few things. And also, maybe help us clean up the church. I'll send around one of these pens. You've never seen one of these before. It's a Pullman Foursquare pen. We have thousands of them. You can steal it if you want. <laughs> Let's sing. We do. Uh, we end with the doxology. So if you don't know it, you can learn it with us. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. You sound lovely. I will see you next week.